0: Yes.
1: And I'm George.
0: And this is
1: Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them.
0: So a couple weeks ago, you had seen a doctor and gotten nitroglycerin for your rear end. I did. And how did that work out?
1: Uh, well, there were problems. There's been problems.
0: There have been problems.
1: Yes, the whole time, which is why I had to go to the doctor and get the nitroglycerin, but Yes. Exactly. So I went to the uh to the ER emergency room.
0: Yes. Because and the doctor said
1: go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I think this is where we left off last time that you had that the doctors and you had tried to fix your records and they didn't fix them, but they gave you the medicine and
1: And I was Mr. anyway, so it was all even Thank after you, sir, they checked Mr. you out,
0: they still called you Mr., they didn't care?
1: No, wasn't a problem. Good. Yeah. And they gave me referrals as well as a prescription for rective.
0: <laughs> for your rectum.
1: Yes, to rectify it. <laughs> and they warned me it could lower the blood pressure, and uh, it did.
0: Yeah, Big it was kind of serious. Headaches and lethargy and...
1: Yeah, and I was willing to just reduce the dose, Mm -hmm. which was inscribed on the box in a measurement.
0: Yes, because they know that men don't know how long an inch is. No,
1: we don't. (laughs) (laughs) And I reduced that to like a quarter inch, you know, but I still had headaches. I was willing to try it because of my serious situation. In the meantime, I did call the two referrals, one which was a, a digestive place, uh-huh. and another which was a surgeon. First I called the digestive place, and then I heard from Grandma
0: uh-huh.
1: that they haven't called her back in months.
0: And she's been trying to get in with them for, she said, what, three months now?
1: That's what she said. Okay. She said they called Papa back in like two months. Okay. But they haven't called her.
0: They haven't I, I don't
1: called think her. she's trying very hard.
0: Uh, fair enough. That's kind of how she is.
1: She kind of is. There's our first. my first reason why. And the second reason is that I thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and call the surgeon. But then I didn't have the number with because number two child stayed home sick. Number two
0: child did stay home sick. He got, I don't know if it was a bug from like bacteria in the lake or if he picked it up at school or if he was just dehydrated from swimming all weekend I, without being hydrated It's enough. likely
1: that it was that he was getting a bug. In any case, he stayed home on a Monday and I didn't have the number with and I had to take my mother to get her dentures fixed and I had to drag the sick boy with and, you know, we had to go drop off the dentures with mom, then we had to go pick up the dentures with mom. Because
0: you couldn't just take them and pick them up. She has to be there. She has to be
1: there because they have to make sure that they fit right.
0: And taking her anywhere is always an adventure.
1: Taking her or the boy is.
0: <laughs> Put the two of them together. Of
1: them. He was very quiet because he was sick.
0: Oh, that's good. Yes. And how did she do?
1: Well, it's good that he was quiet. <laughs> In any case, she did okay. And we accomplished our mission. And then, lo and behold, that afternoon, the digestive people called me.
0: Like, they don't call back to grandma. They took forever to call back to papa, and they called you back after the weekend.
1: And I, I did say in my message, I said, you know, I had a referral from the ER. Uh-huh. So.
0: When you say it's a referral from the ER, they probably took it a little bit more quickly than a referral from a GP.
1: I don't know. I was going to call them back regardless, but I was going to go ahead and call the surgeon first. Okay. I got to work the next day and. Tuesday, and I called the surgeon.
0: And this was the same surgeon that did number two's circumcision.
1: Yes. On the referral it was. But when I called, they said no. She doesn't do um, your butt, basically.
0: Which I had thought sounded funny anyway when you mentioned who the doctor was. I was like, isn't she a urologist? Yes. But Not she's a proctologist. Right.
1: She's in the same practice. Same surgery practice. There's like five of them in there, and she's one of them. Oh, okay. I don't know why they ended up with her name. Maybe she's the first. No, she's not. My doctor had the alphabetically would have been before her, so it couldn't have been alphabet. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. In any case, I called them, and they said, Oh, yes, doctor could see you tomorrow. And I said, Okay. woohoo, I'll go see the doctor. And... The following day, which was a Wednesday, mm-hmm. again I'm going to a doctor, and I'm I'm noticing. I look online all my records within this particular
0: the whole system
1: system. They still say I'm female.
0: Yes, and this whole network they all share records.
1: Yes, even okay. though at the ER I updated that when I gave them my license. Mm-hmm. When I went to this doctor, I thought, well, I see that in my my records say this, but what I decided is I'm done with that. Too bad, it's your problem. I'm just going to go to the doctor.
0: I'm going to try and help you, but I I'm, tried and now I'm done.
1: I'm really in a lot of pain and it matters not to me what your record says as much as it does. Can you fix my ass?
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And I went to the surgeon and he said, well, sir, we need to take those blood clots out of there. Mm-hmm. And I said, go ahead. Yep. Sounds terrible, but so is everything else. Go ahead. And he he had a big needle. But I'm used to big needles. I get one in my ass every week. His was, like, smaller diameter.
0: His was a smaller gauge, but probably longer.
1: Mm, About the same it looked to me. Okay. Yeah, he had to jab me two times with a local painkiller there.
0: So... Like
1: lidocaine or something. Yeah,
0: you do normally get jabbed in the rear end with a long-ass needle, but not...
1: Not in them. quite
0: such a painful or yeah. tender.
1: Yeah. He said, this is the worst part. I said, that's fine. It feels just like it does every time I move. <laughs> so it was it was quite uncomfortable. But, you know, there's no nothing to do. There's already a needle in your ass. You can't move. No. And then he was cutting the blood clots out. And, of course, they weren't as cooperative as he wanted them to be.
0: So you're sitting there, was it, were you on your side? Were you ass up or you? I was
1: on my side. Okay. Yeah. And when he, when it's done, I thought, good, I can't feel anything right now. That those two jabs in the ass were totally worth it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he, you know, I got dressed and everything and he came in and he said, okay, Mr. So-and-so, Mr. George. Yes. You are going to have, you know, some bleeding. By by some, apparently he meant plenty.
0: And again, you needed to put the Kotex pads on your briefs.
1: Yeah, I had to put them on my ass, basically. Didn't know I was going to still need those. Thank yeah. goodness you have them. I left there, and I went back to work because I had a lot of work to do, and I already missed Monday for the sick boy.
0: Yep. I wasn't
1: doing so great at work because I had been in pain. Mm-hmm. Let me hurry up and get some work done while my ass is numb.
0: Right.
1: And then it wore off.
0: <gasps> and then you wow. had to go to a meeting.
1: I was supposed to go see a client. a client, And in between, I was on my way to, I don't know, probably go get something for the pain. And I realized I didn't know what I could take. And I thought, well, I can call the doctor's office for the nurse and it could take her forever to call me back. And I was leaving her a message when I realized this. And so I thought, no, I'm just going to drive there because, you know, we live in this dinky place and you can just pull up and go in. I pulled up and sat there figuring out
0: how you're
1: shoring myself up to be able to move to get out of the car because I was in major pain. This had worn off bad.
0: Which was slightly worse than what you had been dealing with anyway.
1: It really was. So I did manage to shuffle myself in the door and, you know, up to the doctor's office. And I had the Tylenol from my bag in my pocket. Unfortunately, I was figuring it was kind of old because I never use it, but I figured it was better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And I went up to the desk and I asked my question and she called back there and asked and and then uh, said, you can't take any aspirin or ibuprofen because it will make you bleed. And I was like, okay. I obviously can't take something stronger because it can make a bigger hemorrhoid type problem.
0: Well, yes, and you don't want any like prescription antibiotics tend to stop your body up and you don't want that.
1: No, and I don't want other problems that I often get from them like digestive issues and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I just wanted something to tide me over and sometimes it's really even just help a little bit, you know, it's really bad. And I, she said, yes, you can take the Tylenol, and, and I took two of them on my way out the door. And then I went and sat in my car and waited for them to start working and thought, okay, now, can I really go back to work? I, I don't think I should, but I really need to. I uh-huh. needed to go back to work for work's sake. It was a rather important situation. And,
0: and you were the only person who could handle it, so you really needed to be the one to be there.
1: So I decided I better do that. Mm -hmm. And and to double check, because sometimes I do have situations where it would work out better if I could change the schedule. And if I call the client and say, okay, we're still on for this time, right? They say, oh no, can we change that? And so I called to make sure. And the client was like, no, we really need you over here. So off I went. I said, look, I'm not in the best shape, but I'm going to come over there and do what I can. I went over there. Come
0: and do my job. I'm not at 100%, but I'll do what you need me
1: to. That's right. Went over there, took care of business, and then came home and uh, tried to do more medicinal type things. They said, take a sits bath.
0: And that's what you were doing when I came home from work. You were, I wouldn't say lying in a pool of blood, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was very it was, the whole thing was you're, god you're, awful.
0: Yeah, the tub was not pretty. I
1: and I had already been out twice for a shower. So it was, just wasn't good. I was at, I was really bleeding more than I thought he described I would. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> In any case, I Do you still have an appointment with the digestive people? I do. I have one on um September 11th. Which I wasn't sure if I should accept that date, but they had it, and I, I just thought I better just take this because maybe that's why they have it because nobody wants that. Probably. Yeah. Uh. And it's only supposed to be an office visit first. They don't like, you, they have to schedule you for a colonoscopy type thing. Mm
0: hmm. they have to do the intake visit before they can do any procedural visits.
1: So if they're trying to schedule a colonoscopy for that day, I think I would probably change it. Just Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Everybody should just take a break on that day. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and so you still now have the follow-up appointment with the surgeon also.
1: I do. I almost called him the next day and, and, to tell him it, it wasn't going good because I, I wasn't really. The other thing about being in bad shape is I decided when I got home, I, there was no way I could eat anything because there was no way I could need to use my ass for any type of
0: eat function. anything because it's going to come out the other end and that you're just not ready for that yet
1: no Mm-mm. so i didn't i That's just had fair. lots of liquids and tylenol when i could and i wanted to be really careful with the tylenol cuz it's very toxic
0: uh-huh
1: but i also wanted to take it as soon as i could mhm and i did for several days unfortunately
0: yes and i had to
1: take it for like 4 or 5 days
0: took about that long for your incisions to clot and scab over
1: Yeah. So this is a big mess to me as a trans guy and not for the reasons of, you know, my gender markers being wrong, which could potentially be a problem because in so far in our town, you know, knock on wood, but I won't because I'll get in trouble because the microphone's sitting there. I've had really fortunate interactions with dealing with my gender marker change. But
0: the the medical community in our area seems to be pretty aware of how to deal with the situation and how to ignore that seeming
1: discongruity. Well, the other part is uh, I think a lot of them don't even look to see if it says male or female. They assume that if they can see you and you look male or female, they already know what's going on. Right. I think if you come in there looking like Pat from Saturday Night Live, really old school, Pat. Mm Mm-hmm they might look at your chart to try to find out what's going on mhm but if you just come in there looking like mr or miss or mrs or whatever and you like something they understand are very clearly male they just say hello sir how can i help you
0: and it's kind of funny that they always ask how can i help you anyway because you've just filled out pages and pages of paperwork about exactly what they can do to help you
1: yes but as I've discovered with filling out my mother's paperwork, they never read any of that. You really could write the most ridiculous shit on some of this, because who's who, who's? <laughs> why am I bothering?
0: You know, you could write in there like I am missing
1: one eye, or <laughs> <laughs> my dog's name is,
0: and they would have no clue. They they wouldn't they wouldn't read it at all. They might eventually, <laughs> yes,
1: uh, send you for some other type of exam, but <laughs> dementia or something. <laughs> volunteer at the dog shelter anyhow the problem to me is it's a big reminder for me and and a lot of guys that, that I see their youtube videos they they don't have this situation but i suspect there's other guys who don't have youtube stations where they are channels yeah channels where they're putting their vlogs they're not vlogging they're just watching other people's vlogs mm-hmm. might be like me in the sense that it's a big reminder for me how I don't do well with surgery. Mm-hmm. Surgery is a rough situation for me. Yes. And that is very disappointing because further surgeries would be very difficult and less desirable because of that. Considering any surgery, like I didn't even want my chest surgery except that I wanted the results. Everybody wants the results. Mm-hmm. Some people don't care about the surgery. Some people really don't care about the surgery. And those are the ones I mostly hear from. Yeah. And then there's me and whoever else.
0: Surgery was one of the things that you explained to me when we first discussed your gender before you ever considered transitioning. And we were both just non-binary queers that... That was one of the first things that you brought up to me when you explained why you hadn't transitioned previously.
1: Yes, you brought up surgery
0: because it isn't good for you.
1: No, it's a rough situation. Mm -hmm. The process and the healing are a major big deal. Yes. So, a lot of the guys I follow on YouTube who are somewhere along the line. The stage where I'm at. Mm-hmm. They've either been transitioning for the same amount of time or wherever they're at in their transition, they're also looking at the idea of lower surgery. Mm-hmm. And so I watch a lot of that. And then we have a friend who is scheduled to get a lower surgery. Yes. And he lent me the book, Hung Jury. Mm-hmm. Because I'm nosy. You are. And because another guy... Who, had mentioned in his vlog, his first one about lower surgery, that he had read that book. And I thought, well, now I'm going to read the book. I've got time. I can, mm-hmm. you know.
0: And you're going to be driving with our friend to his surgery. and I have offered to drive Okay.
1: Uh, with him and be there at least part of the time. And it seemed almost like he kind of forgot that last time. Yeah. I'm not sure if he doesn't believe it or isn't sure that's, you know, exactly how this all going to play out or what.
0: Or if he's just uncomfortable about having his ex-girlfriend's husband following along with him.
1: But he seemed to talk about it the first time as if he was looking for options. And he seemed amenable to my offer the first time.
0: And I think he was comfortable with the idea of another trans guy being there to Mm -hmm. help him and, you know, who would understand what was going on.
1: Right, and I think as he started watching Dade document his surgery with the same surgeon,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that he was became worried about time for recovery, how soon he could come back home, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, in any case, I'm wa- I'm watching a lot of these guys looking at that, and like a lot of those guys, my consideration for it from the beginning was. Well, that's a lot of surgery. Mm Mm-hmm. According to current insurance options, it's a do-it-yourself deal, so it's very expensive. Yes. And I don't know how that's going to happen if it would or could or whatever. Right. And I'm aware that, I was aware from the beginning a lot of guys become more focused on that lower surgery once they get settled with their transition, about a year or so in. Some of them are on fire about it from the beginning. Right. And so I was aware that that could come up for me as well. I would love to have different equipment. It's all screwed on wrong, as far as I can tell you. Yeah. Some of it looks a little bit
0: it looks better than it used to.
1: Yes, it it does. And as
0: far as I can tell, it seems to be functioning better than it used to.
1: Seems okay. Yeah. However, I would really I would while well, I would love that, this whole hemorrhoid problem has just really put it in my face of how hard it is for me. The other barriers about that are there's a probable likelihood if that doesn't put enough question in there, that transitioning takes some years off your life. Mm -hmm. Not that I have the hugest problem with that because I don't want to be like, you know.
0: I'd rather have a shorter, happier life than a longer. I I
1: would, absolutely. mm -hmm. I would not take back what I've done at all. Good for you. I'm glad I did it. I'm even glad my chest surgery is the way it is, even though I have oh, still a little problem on one side. You still have a twitchy pec muscle. I do, and it looks a little like concave because of the way it pulls in because yes. it's twitchy. But I'm I'm still more satisfied with that than yeah. the other nipple option. Yeah. So we've talked about that before. hmm And the reminder that it's so hard to heal. And how much time would that take off of my life? And our kids are still young, so I wouldn't want to – if I was going to do such a thing, there's a balance. Like, you might want to do it while you're younger rather than when the kids are older. However, it's always in the front of my mind with young kids that I need to be there for them. Yes. And this would be a huge amount of time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You, whether you do a meta or a fellow, it would be a huge amount of time. And then there's the the thing that I noticed in the Hung Jury book so far is how long until you can have sex? Ugh. I, I just don't think so.
0: No. I, I'll wait a while, but...
1: Mm. The, it was bad enough with my chest surgery.
0: You were hurting, man. You had, you you figured out other ways to go.
1: It was just because... the idea of no sex at all because of such a long process. It's less of a long process with the meta. I understand that. But still. It could be a while. Although I think Dade said he just, I think, a little bit more like me. He, he couldn't really wait. No. So... Fair, yeah, understandable. But he seems to do better with surgery. He does. I don't know if that's really true because he, you know, he's just doing a vlog. He's not like he did do a more step-by-step thing, and that seemed pretty excruciating to me. So, I dream of other options arising, but in the meantime, it's it's been a disappointment. In in the sense that I've had a, a big illness going on that has taken away a lot of my activities, my season of summer.
0: And you keep saying, I feel like I should be able to do more. I feel like we're missing out on, I want to go for a hike, I want to do this, I want to do that. Why the heck do I feel so exhausted? And I have to remind <laughs> you, you're recovering from a minor surgery about a major illness.
1: And the problem is I'm not recovered which is no. what I'm worried about for Wednesday. I'm worried that that they still have a clot and that he's going to want to cut me up again and That's I already good. know exactly how terrible this is, but I'm going to get the I will go get myself a brand new Tylenol before I go there.
0: Get fresh stuff,
1: man. Or right when I get out while my ass is still numb. Way to be. Yeah. So I figure if he schedules a surgery It wouldn't be that day. If he just does a procedure in the office, it would be that day. And...
0: Either way, it it looks... You know, I've looked at your problem and you're living daily with your problem and it does look like there is still a problem that will need to be dealt with.
1: Yeah. The idea of it is not quite as frightening as it was while I was in full pain. Yes. However... It's it's not a happy thing.
0: No, it's not. We had to quit our ab challenge. I'm seeing the paper that happens to be sitting over here. You didn't there. have to. I didn't, but I was happy <laughs> sympathy pains. Thank you for your pains. support. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for you, baby.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't know. So as far as I can tell, those, those records probably still stay female. My plan is to still just leave it. Yeah. I'm not forcing the issue. I'm not going to have to, I'm not going around pointing out to everybody I deal with along the way to see if they're the one that corrects my gender on the computer. <laughs> they can just figure it out. They all take a copy of your ID, especially if they've never seen you. It says on my ID that I'm male. They can just go, well, this is wrong.
0: Uh huh. Fix it. Uh huh.
1: Or ask me or none of the above and who knows what's going to happen because I'd rather just I'd rather just see what see what happens. It's kind of more of a curiosity to me to to do not do something and and see what happens and I have to feel blessed by the support that I feel I got from Matt Cayley's little story about dealing with urgent care yes and and the stress he went through and thinking of him and telling myself I don't need to stress uh-huh. I feel fortunate, like I said already, that, that I haven't had any issues here. Mm-hmm. So It's kind of amazing for our small town. I, yeah. So far, so good. I, I Although have I have ex-
0: to say, our small town seems to be kind of like the Mecca for our entire region. For all the nonconformists, the trans folk, they have to get out of the farms. And so they come to our small area. And so our small area is actually... Pretty diverse.
1: Yeah, I guess that could be true. a small town. (laughs) Right. Well, and I half expect when I go and I have to deal with one of these things or I'm not dealing with it and I'm waiting to see what they'll do, kind of like I did with the insurance at work. And then they had me write that letter explaining what was going on. Right. I half expect it to be no big deal. And I half expect at some point somebody's going to have a problem. We'll see.
0: We will see. Neither,
1: Neither will surprise me. Actually, I should correct myself. I am pleasantly surprised every time it is not a problem.
0: Yes. And when it becomes a problem, we'll tell our friends about it by way of the microphone.
1: Yes. And in the meantime, we'll tell them how it's not.
0: Yay. No problem. We wish the best and the same for all of our friends no, out no there. No problem
1: on the, on the gender front. Lots of problems on the other end. Gender front. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That's it. Still too loud, huh? No, we're good. Okay.
0: No, as long as the lines stay inside the little gray area, we're good.
1: Oh, well, I can't really tell from here. I can just tell they're big.
0: Yeah, big is okay. Mm-hmm. The compressor will make everything more the same, but...
1: We probably shouldn't be making all this stuff for you to have to cut out.
0: Uh, it's okay. It can go on the blooper reel if it's mildly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Mildly by whose standard, <laughs> right? Fair enough. Okay compared to what else there is?
0: Right. If it's the most interesting of the nonsense, then it goes on the blooper reel. If not, it goes on the delete bin.
1: Okay. Where's the blooper reel go?
0: Um, I have a saved file of just bloopers, and at the end of every episode...
1: That's there's... where the bloopers go. Yes. But you actually have a file for them, too.
0: I do have a file for them, so that if one time we're... A little extra blooper re, amusingly blooper re, then we can you, save those for later another time that. when I don't have a good blooper. Like, I think a couple times ago I had to pull one from a different episode.
1: You had to go in the blooper file.
0: I had to go <laughs> in the blooper <laughs> file. <laughs>
1: Great. Yeah. <Okay>.
0: How's <laughs> your blooper file? <laughs> ha ha ha